Coming up on this week's episode of the Zenial Odyssey Podcast. The advancement of science and medicine. What about, I'm sorry to say this, but it's chilling, but what about the Patriot Act in terms of the Truman Show? Uh, you read, speaking of movies, nobody knows. Always that. been on black, Always baby. On black. Yeah. <laughs> such a Such a line. That's its own episode, but yeah. the other thing, okay, so we do have to talk about the sex, though. You mean the lack thereof? Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to be seen. A br- well, they want to be a brand with a yep. brand. talk about uh oh i was about to spoil it because i just realized i hit record oh all right segue naturally i'm listening all right welcome back everybody to the zennial odyssey podcast with bobby rocks and remy hi all right so we uh we spent the last episode uh talking about fight club mm-hmm. and about its relevance to as much today as it was in 1999 when it came out and we went down rabbit holes guess what it's the whole point of the show, Odysseys, Adventures. Uh, you know, we don't know exactly where they're going to end up, but that's the whole point. We just, we kind of have a foundation and it goes. And so on this one, I figured we could stick with a theme of, uh, so I'm going to somehow quasi tie it into like that. Hey, where like something's things, the things are relevant as much as they were, uh, 30 years ago as they are today. Mm. So for example, I figured we could talk about movies. That correctly predicted elements of the future. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. man. That's fun. And uh, there, so I have a few movies in mind that that do that to varying degrees. Uh, obviously, uh, we will talk about Demolition Man because I mean, we could we could probably just we we could go on a on a tangent about Demolition Man, but we're also going to talk about the Truman Show, and I figured we could talk about Dark Man, but we could there's other movies, but we can talk about just elements to all those movies. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously if we were doing TV shows, it would all be Simpsons. It would all be Simpsons yeah. and Family Guy. And but, but what people need to understand is that it all falls under the same blanket of satire. Yep. You know, which makes the poking fun at things a little bit easier. But yeah, I mean, it, it's remarkable to see some of these things that have come to fruition. You should start with Dark Man, but give people a little... um. Because I feel like a lot of people aren't even going to have any idea. Of uh, that yeah, film. so we can get Darkman out of the way, and then we can talk about we we can go fish into oh uh, go fish, uh, <laughs> but then we can go into talking about the other two because I think there's much more content to talk about with the other two. Yeah. Uh, so Darkman is a movie that came out in 1990. It starred Liam Nielsen and oh, what's her name? She's the wife of one of the Coens. And she was in, um, she was in Fargo. She was in, uh, she was the, she was the police officer in yeah, the pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Something McDonald or McDermott. Norman McDermott. Yeah. 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 No, thank no, no. Norma. Norma McDermott. Yeah. 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 You had it. So these were the main, main two characters. So anyway, Dark Man is a, uh, it's based off of comic books and superheroes. Uh, so it was uh, sort of pre-Marvel universe Marvel, yep. but not by Marvel. So Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi was trying to get the rights to like Batman movies. This is post Tim Burton bringing um, the Michael Keaton Batmans. He's trying to get these rights and he can't get them, but the only one he could get is dark man. And he said, no, screw it. I'll go with dark man. And what they created was by the way, a criminally underrated movie. Um, yeah. It's just uh, Ra- Raimi has an eye. Obviously yeah. he just, he's doing the new um, Dr. Strange. Yeah. 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 Right. And that's another reason I wanted to tie it in too, is because yeah. we have that same Raimi connection. Uh, for people who don't know Sam Raimi, uh, he did the Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire, uh, 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 Evil Dead. He did the Evil Dead movies. I mean, so he right now we've seen a guy who, as a director, is very broad. 
Yeah. Very versatile. Always sort of swings it back to the horror stuff. Yeah. Though, mm-hmm. Just because, yes, you know, obviously like Evil Dead was his crash course and that's his baby. So you can always see remnants of those films in his new work. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so he gets the uh, he gets the rights to Darkman. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I'll just give you a quick kind of rundown. Darkman is about a scientist who uh, his uh, girlfriend, fiance uh is uncovering corruption in a city and they go to his lab because he's a part of helping that and they basically kill his assistant and they torture him and they think they kill him but they just very very uh terribly scar him so he uses his abilities as a scientist to create um skin because he's badly burned so he creates skin he creates masks essentially of people's faces, the only thing is he hasn't figured out how to make them sustain for long periods of time. So he they has to stay in the down. dark. They break down. They chemically break down. Uh, so he has to stay in the dark because in the dark they are they last a lot longer, if not infinitely. So he uh, he pretends to be uh, he's a vigilante. He becomes a vigilante, but he's mentally ill because of the trauma he's been in. But now let's let's switch over to the movie. And these are reasons why the movie is so relevant today. This is 1990. There, as a scientist. He was talking about creating, uh, you know, human organs and tissue, you know, stuff that we do now. Yeah. Stuff that we do now in labs. They're talking about in a science, in like a science fiction way in a movie 32 years ago. Uh, and then he was creating his face and masks with 3D printing. Mm-hmm. This was before that was it even was before it was even a thought. Like, you want to talk about hitting the head on medicine and the advancement of science and medicine together. Wait, isn't it hitting the nail on the head? You know, I mean, I'm just trying to think about hitting it. Like, <laughs> uh, there's there's things we're going to talk about here that that you can make a connection to the future, but that was one where it's like literal boom. Like yeah, and then it. like you know, it, it's it's interesting too because sci-fi used to do that a lot in the 60s and 70s. They would just throw something out there that seemed really, really not plausible at mm-hmm. the time. But then 30 years later, we're kind of um, experiencing it because, yeah, they're like you said, burn victims are getting their faces fixed yep. and skin grafted. They're getting skin grafted from animals. That's like kind of mm-hmm. like reformulated to meld with human DNA. Like for, for people who don't know, I mean, I donate plasma. I donate my plasma. And yes, I get compensated for it, which, yeah, that's one benefit to me. Another benefit to me is that they actually let me know how many people are being uh, positively impacted by the medicines and the skin grafting they use plasma is one thing they use for skin grafting for burn victims cool. it's used for breathing disorders it's part of the medications uh so yeah that, that's something that i do find near and dear because it's like it's actually benefiting people yeah it's much a cool thing to do much like this movie in a science fiction way was talking about probably didn't see it as a realistic thing in the future that yeah now now in petri dishes we're growing hearts but then sometimes yeah. like i wonder that as well i wonder if that was already known to an extent do you know yeah, what I mean? And maybe yeah. like, because let's not forget the people who make films and people in that upper echelon who Let have that kind out of the money, bag, if you will. Yeah, like yeah. getting they had access to things that we didn't. So maybe because because that's the other thing we can't know for sure is like, is it is it art imitating life or is it life imitating art? That's that classic philosophical discussion. I guess in in, in a way too, we can look at it as uh, maybe people were working on it, but still nobody thought it was plausible. And here yeah. we are in modern times, and it's like, oh wow. 
Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at that movie now and you see what they're doing. It's like, yeah, I can do that at home. What's the big fucking deal? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a, yeah, it made great jokes on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Like, woo hoo. No such thing as a great joke on the Big Bang oh. Theory, my dude. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> it's all right. That's even funnier. That's all right. All right. So I think this is a good time to jump off and we'll uh, listen to some music and then we'll come back and we'll dive into the Truman Show and Demolition Man. Uh, in either order, it doesn't matter. We'll take them on one at a time and talk about the important themes. And as always, everybody, this is Bobby Rocks. I'm here with Remy. You're listening to us on the XO. I'm throwing up gang signs. This one says booger. And that one says welcome to the Odyssey. I hit it right this time. Welcome back, everybody. That's what she said. All right. Is there any preference you, that you would want to go first, Tom? Um, no. All right. So then I'm going to start with uh, Demolition Man. Uh, arguably, 
another movie I think people haven't understood. There's, there, there are people like, who everyone think missed the satire yeah, element. Yeah, there's people who take it for what it is, like an a, a, a Sylvester Stallone action movie. Like and they're like, oh, it's a letdown and it's campy. Hold but on, it's let like, me correct you. You mean a Wesley Snipes action movie? Oh, well done, Thank well you. done. Thank you. Was that his like? It wasn't like his debut movie, but that was like the first movie where he was like the forefront. A yeah, forefront I think character. that was his yeah. first focus on a superstar. Maybe it might have been yeah. post Blade one. Ooh, I no, know. I think it was pre Blade, and then he got Blade for it. I want to say that was right around the time of Passenger Fifty Seven. You speaking of movies, nobody knows. About. Always been on black, Always baby. Been on black, yeah. uh, such a such a line. Oh, you, you just oh Wesley, uh, what have you done for us lately? <laughs> he's um, I forget. He's doing some shit though. I just saw him in yeah. something. So I think I'll backtrack a little bit. For obviously, we're talking about a movie that's pretty much thirty years old too. Uh, so Demolition Man is a movie that takes place. Uh, in the future, I think it's like around 2032. Yeah, and uh, there have been cataclysmic earthquakes that have reshaped society. Their uh, society has basically uh, become a utopia. Quote: I'm putting the air quotes up. Yeah. A utopia and a safe place. And then Wesley Snipes' character gets uh, so prisoners. Prisoners uh, in the late 90s are getting cryogenically frozen as a punishment. Uh, and they have to spend their time cryogenically frozen, and their brains are reprogrammed while they're in there. So, uh, per like a law, they have to be unthawed for parole hearings, even if they're not going to be paroled. And the leader of the utopian society decides to reprogram him to kill this man named Arthur Friendly, who's living in the undergrounds of society, or as I call it, the real world. And yeah. he's just and he's just trying to say like that's this is bullshit. You've created a bullshit lie. And so he, he thinks it's a smart idea to take this serial killer, this mass murderer, and unthaw him to do that. And he doesn't really see all the other stuff that's going to come with that. And so in the future, this is part of the satire. Uh, the police don't know how to handle it. Rob Schneider's great line. We're police officers. We don't know. how We're not, cap- we're not capable of handling it. That's one of his only really funny, yeah. useful roles. It is. Yep. So then what do they do? They, they said they got to fight fire with fire. If they bring out a killer... From the 90s, they got to bring out a police officer from the 90s of cryostasis. Guess who that is? And that's Sylvester Stallone. And then we spend the rest of the movie, uh, the point is to try to track it down. Uh, is it something Phoenix. That That's what uh, Wesley Snipes' character's name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, Sylvester Stallone's is John Spartan. You know, talk about a strong name right there, John yeah. Spartan. Uh, so they spend the rest of the movie doing that, but then intertwined with that is all these things that are either satirical or they're just making references. And I'm just going to throw a lot out here about it. Uh, obviously, the one that people will remember the most is if you swear in the future in Demolition Man, you get fined. You get you get you get fined for uh, for swearing. You get a credit or whatever. And Sylvester Stallone actually uh, swears a lot, so he can get a lot of those tickets because in the future, apparently, they don't use toilet paper; they use shells. And they're all making fun. Yeah, like another Rob Schneider great line. He doesn't know how to use the shells. <laughs> like, uh, So he uses those to wipe his ass. Like, uh, yeah, and that, Talk about a great thing about that. Yeah. Oh, your PC society? I'm going to wipe my ass with that. Thank you. Thank you. Redeeming line in that. <laughs> um, what's another thing? Uh, cars that drive themselves. What about the weird way that nobody has sex anymore? We can get to that. I was, you know, there's a buildup. There's right, a, there's sorry, a buildup. No, it's exci- all right. I get excited. Um, but yeah, cars that drive them. We have Teslas driving themselves now. We have cars that aren't Teslas that can parallel park. I mean, we have that stuff now. And that's a, the great 30 years. No, it didn't even take 30 years. But Boom. it's it's funny. When we're in, and another thing to stress is like, it seemed comical. Yeah. 
Yeah, they did it like, in a way that's comical. Stuff that seemed comical ended up coming true, which is the craziest thing. Comical and sad. My next my next point here. Yeah. Um, so they're listening to the radio, and the radio is basically like commercial jingles from the 1950s. And it's like, you know, and, the, and uh, one of the characters is like, oh, I hope they play the hot dog one. And it's like, and it's like, well, that's pretty much what radio is like now. I mean, yeah. Radio, yeah, radio is just like a thrown away garbage type of thing with that's a nothingness. Uh, before we get into the sex one, what else? Um, I'm not, I'm not entirely a fan of Dennis Leary, but I am a fan of him in Demolition Man. I think he's, well, he's good when he plays himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And so, uh, Dennis Leary as Arthur Friendly is underground, is, is just living underground and he's, uh, he's taken on the society. Like, like he takes, he takes on society uh, the people that don't want to live in that utopia mm-hmm. and the people that just, you know, want to have their eyes opened. And that's what he's, he's saying. He's like, this, listen, listen, that world up there, uh, that PC world where everything's kumbaya and everyone's happy and all that, that's bullshit. It's yeah, the, no it, such thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a fraud. It's a fraud. And what's, what's the epitome of that is the fact that the, the guy who runs it had to take a, a violent individual out of cryostasis prison to yeah. murder the person saying the exact opposite of his message. Yeah, which is very American now that yep. we really like you but compare before it to Before we go into America. sex, can we just briefly touch on the fast food wars in the movie? Yeah, I don't remember them well enough. Oh, uh, so they say, oh, because he saves, he saves the whatever the person's name. Like he saves the head leader from, you know, uh, Wesley Snipes' character. And they say, oh, I want to congratulate you and take you out to Taco Bell. And so, like, Sylvester Stallone's, like, thinking, like, oh, then I'm going to go, oh, we we'll get some tacos. Oh, maybe I'm going to get a chalupa. Like, yeah. no, but then they show up to this, like, really formal, fancy restaurant. I do, okay, yeah. And then Sandra Bullock's character has to explain to him that Taco Bell won the fast food wars. <laughs> so everything's like Taco Bell. Which, you know, I mean, depending on your intestinal fortitude, could be a great time. But <laughs> but even that, the proof of, like, acting like it was actually a war is yeah. just brilliant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And here's the thing, though, we got to understand, like, the th- it's intentionally corny in- yes. with those jokes. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of people were like, oh, it's corny. And it's like, no, it was very self-aware. So was the last action hero. Yeah. That was another one where people Pe- just people missed get it. Yeah. at all. Like, and I think that's the f- problem with satire sometimes. I don't find it to be a problem. I think it's even funnier when nobody gets the joke, and I do. I think it's because too many people think too literally. To li- oh, 100% yeah. now, you know? That's why, like, yep. even, like, dark jokes are taken too literal people can't joke yep. you know it, it's come on it's the, funny because the last action hero has one of my favorite lines in a movie ice that guy cone the phrase like <laughs> fucking ice like cream cones Charles dance and, and schwarzenegger come on man that's that's its own episode but yeah the other thing okay so we do have to talk about the sex though you mean the lack thereof yeah yeah because it's interesting because you know there are talks coming out right now of sex bots and virtual reality where you can experience and and I think the reality is I think people would subscribe to it. Mm-hmm. I do. I think people would be like, what do you mean? I don't have to wash. Like, I don't have to be like, I don't have to clean every day. I don't have, I don't to, have to shave. Like, yeah, it's just I, I think we're a society that's because what that movie kind of made fun of across the board was the fast drive through immediate satisfaction yep. society. You got to keep in mind when that movie came out, TikTok and Vine didn't exist. The seven second format of entertainment didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So it was prophetic because. Now we're a society that's like, you know what I mean? Like, give me now. Give me it now. Yep. I want it the smallest, cheapest, easiest way I can have it, you know? And for all of us that do Zoom meetings and all that stuff, guess what they were doing in that? Yeah, yeah 100%. They were, doing, they were basically doing Zoom meetings. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, yeah, and touch touch. The only thing tablets. Future did get wrong is how cool cars look. Yeah, they always make them cooler in the damn movies, yeah. and they still kind of look the same. You know what the problem is? I think it all comes back to the Jetsons. The Jetsons just like they give this like ideal sleek of futurized yeah. flying vehicles yep. and sexy robot mates. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's and it's interesting because satire does end up. Look at the Simpsons and how Simpsons has predicted a million things. Simpsons is satire comedy, hundred yep. percent. It's satire satirizing the American family in America. Satire is usually really good with its predictions because generally, if it's so asinine that it shouldn't happen, it probably will. Yeah, it probably will. Because they always say the, the the Simpsons predicted Trump. No, Back to the Future predicted Trump as president. Part two. Yep. There were a million places and things that predicted. Oh, do you know what else they predicted? Kind of, they predicted Arnold Schwarzenegger being a politician. Yeah, that, but mean, in the, in the movie, he was President Schwarzenegger. He became the for people who forget, he was the governor. He was well, the a lot go- of people he was the governor. Those movies are supposed to put those thoughts in people's heads yeah. and put oh, them in place. Oh, planting the seeds. Yes, one hundred percent. And you know what? If the movie's as good as Last Action Hero, I'm into it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. care. Sell me I want propaganda. That. Yeah, I want that guy. Now, nah, propaganda is awful, but it's yeah, it such is. a huge part of our society still to this day. Well, okay, so I'm going off on a stupid, didn't get coffee tangent. What was the third film that you wanted to? Um, oh, the Truman Show. Oh, there we have we haven't really, we haven't fully yeah, touched upon the sex aspect there. Okay, so tell them how they have sex in okay. this, or how they don't have sex, but but they um have pseudo sex. Yeah, yeah. So after going out to a lovely, elegant dinner Taco at Taco Bell, Bell <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, my kind of date. Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone, like he walks her back to her apartment, and she just so like calmly and nonchalantly asks him if he wants to have sex. Which, first of all, before you even say anything, that is how it works now. Yeah, for people who yeah. aren't out there and don't know. Like, it's much safer just to ask the question, get the consent, and go from there. Yep. So, so you see that. And, it's, and obviously, Stallone's like, hey, I'm not used to this. <laughs> He's like, hey, 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 yeah, much I would love it. With you. Yeah, so, um, so she brings him in yeah. to her apartment, asks, her, asks him to get like comfy. Uh, so he's you know showing that kind of awkwardness like of uh, anticipation or all that. And then she comes back with uh, like two headsets. Yeah. And she, you know, she puts it on her first. And. And uh, tells him just put it on, and uh, you know she's obviously enjoying what's going on or whatever. So then he puts it on, and you're just getting these like flashes of like what would look like intimacy, but it, to me it looks more jarring and like yeah, and it's you like could tell Willy it's like, Wonka's tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about traumatizing and me as we're a child? Going. Yeah, and they don't know <laughs> if it will be slowing. That's yeah, just, oh, man. Uh, and so he takes it off, and then. There is so there is a connection, and so she realizes he did, and she's like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And he's like, "You know, what the hell is this? Yeah, what the hell is this? And, I don't do this, guys." Yeah, and she's like, "Physical contact, ew!" And then she's like talking about how you know after there was AIDS, there was this, and there were all these different diseases. And then, thank God they weren't right about that. Yeah, one. I'm glad they weren't right about that. COVID. Yeah, <clears throat> but they're um, not STDs. So the, so then uh, he asks her like how children are made, and then she says like, uh, you know, we donate. You know, she don't a woman donates an egg, and then the male donates sperm to um to a lab and the lab basically creates the baby which is the thing now yeah it's yeah. A, it's a thing there yeah surrogacy is is a is a growing thing and, and designer children yeah rich and families are paying and i'm not the, against i'm not hey you got the money to do that stuff all power to you yeah they nailed that but they basically they nailed that too yeah yep and doesn't he just like this is how we have sex and she's like at the end and she's like yep. woohoo i enjoy the sex yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i do believe because, like, believe it or not, guys, there are people right now. There are there are people putting on virtual reality headsets in different parts of the world, mm-hmm. 
and sort of pseudo copulating with the help of machines and things like that. And I'm telling you right now, as soon as it becomes norm and sex spots are out there, I promise you relationships will stop because your sex bot is not going to fuck with you. It's just not going to be programmed to fuck with you. It's not gonna... <laughs> unless that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you just really yeah. want to be abused. You have the Amber Heard setting. Yeah, <laughs> spits in your mouth while you're sleeping oh. and craps on the bed. But um, but I think that the movie really was as much. It's kind of like how Wally too. Even Wally five years mm-hmm. later, right? Everyone in chairs ordering stuff, and we're all using our Peapod and our yep, like you know DoorDash, Uber Eats, yeah, yep, Grubhub. I mean, yeah. Uh, do I think it's a coincidence that all of those uh, food shares? like just took off during a pandemic no oh my no, god no no and i'm listen if you could stay inside do your stuff and be healthy cool i don't judge introverts or extroverts mm-hmm. i just think we are we have to get to we're going to get to a point in society and i'm the only part that worries me is when we don't need each other anymore yeah like me and yep. bob could have done this on two computers virtually yeah we could do it virtually i don't know man it just doesn't hit the same at all yeah and that's a scary the scary thing about that and um we are social creatures. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what's scary about that is there is a need to connect. It doesn't matter. Like yeah, other yeah, certain cultures. It's it's di- it's different. It's closer. Some are not as close, but it's there. It's the, it's even there for people on the spectrum on who have autism. They yeah. still want to connect with human beings. Like they just they do it differently. They want to do it differently than than the norm. But the only thing that is good about the move inside thing is we can't murder ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Now there are people who are looking now and they're like, oh, like me. Do I want to go see Doctor Strange in the theater? I mean, yeah, but I don't want to spend 25, 30, 40 bucks when I can watch it, a mo- smoke a bone and watch it at home in a month. Mm-hmm. And so I think that people are moving inside for a multitude of reasons. I think, you know, the disease pushed a lot of people inside. Mm-hmm. I think some of the people who were pushed inside during the pandemic were like, oh, this is fantastic. I can do Oh, this. introverts. It was, it was our dream. Yeah, I can handle this uh, microcosm. I- yeah, I, I, you know, I survived playing Fallout Four and making bread. That's how I survived for three months during well, the that's beginning what of the that pandemic. Stuff's for yeah. And honestly, I made so much bread that I just started giving bread, offering away. it out to people. Yeah, who people were, love bread, bro. Yep. Can't beat bread. Yeah. All right, so let's bring it right back. So that now let's get into the Truman Show. So for people who may or may not, and I hope a lot more people remember like the Truman will. Show, yeah. came out in the late 90s. It was Jim Carrey. It was kind of when Jim Carrey was transitioning from just being the funny guy to taking on uh, either quasi-serious roles or more serious roles, even though it's a satire. Real foray. Yeah, even though it's still a satirical film. It's it's still, he, his acting in it is impeccable. Yeah, he plays it so yep. well, like a, like, a, like a dad from Leave it to Beaver. Yep, yep. So... Basically, uh, he his his biological parents didn't want him, so essentially a network bought him and decided to make a reality show based around his life without him ever being aware. Of that yeah, without him ever being aware of it, they went as far as to put a camera in his eye. Um, they everyone that he interacted with in his life was a paid actor. Yeah, they and had like things to follow to lead. Yep. He got ads during the day fed yeah. to him and like yeah. from his wife. Like yep. that was crazy when she was like explaining the product, the coffee or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> I know you're upset, but why don't we have a great cup of this? Like, uh, and it's like, wow, that's, that's basically what vloggers do on YouTube now. So the first prediction hands down is reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Reality TV and how everybody vicariously lives through, through other people. And, and yeah, you hinted on that too. Right? Like that. Yeah. Everyone plays a part. Mm. Uh, why did that? Why did that show continue? Because it had an audience. Because people were watching it. 
um, real people more captivated by fake real life than our real lives. Yeah. It became very surreal. Yep. And it, it, this happened. I mean, there was reality TV out before the Truman Show and during the Truman Show, but not like it is today. Not as prevalent as it is What about, I'm sorry to say this, but it's chilling, but what about the Patriot Act in terms of the Truman Show? Uh, What about satellites watching him? And now we know for a fact that satellites can watch whoever because, you know. Why did I blank on that? I was going to talk about that too. Enemy of the State. Oh, An enemy man. of the state talking about that's Big Brother and all Will, that. Isn't that Will Smith? Yeah. That? yeah that's Pre- my favorite Gene Will Smith. Ha- that might have been Gene Hackman's Gene Hackman. second to last movie before he retired. Because he was in the Royal Tenenbaums, I think. Was yeah. that? Yeah yeah, 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 he was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we want to talk about Big Brother like that. But then we have another angle of it here with the Truman Show where it's it's that whole satire. And what do they do? They create this utopian yeah. kind of society. It's got the little inklings of the 1950s. Some yeah. unfa- there's some like... Um, fascination with the 1950s pleasantville yeah 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 pleasantville blue velvet yeah to a lesser extent the 1980s as a whole i mean <laughs> yeah getting back to 1950s values which makes it surreal that you were playing fallout because yeah. that's a hundred i know it's that. retrofit retrofit to a t yeah um so there was a one character in the history of the truman show that got on there and they wanted to kind of let him know that hey this is a lie and they quickly, you know, get rid of them and they say whatever. Like, uh, so then he starts to, uh, for whatever reason, something triggers it in his head. Like free will almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something triggers it in his head and he starts to question everything. And they are just going out of their way to keep him steered on the right track. It's like a gaslighting. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to when it culminates. When he's trying to literally, on a sailboat, trying to sail away. And this is someone who has a fear of water because... He went fishing and his father, quote unquote, died. And, and that was a part of that was a that was more of the narrative of the show. Yeah. How fucked up is that? By Gives the way, me chills. It makes me want to rewatch. Yeah, it, yeah. He has a fear of what he has a real life fear of water because he. What about the moment on the beach with the storm cloud following? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's why I wanted to get to that because essentially they're trying to drown him yeah. at the end, so he can't escape. And then finally, he gets to the. His, edge of the map. Yeah, he gets to the edge of the map. Like a video game. And he, fe- and he thinks he's stuck. And, and he's dejected. And then he sees a staircase. I love that image. Yeah, that, that ending is, is It's like stairway fan- to heaven yeah, type it's fantastic. Shit. People do talk about the religious aspect of it, especially that scene. Yeah, he becomes free and he, he yep. goes... Yeah, he frees himself. I know. And it's like Truman. You know, the voice the voice of God. Oh, Ed Harris. Ed, Har- Ed Harris is awesome. Oh. Ed, Harris, Ed Harris could literally read me a catalog... Uh, from something I'm not going to buy yeah. while he's taking a dump, and I'll think it's captivating. Yeah, he's a remarkable yeah. dude. Yeah, and so he's like Truman, <laughs> voice of God. You don't need to leave. You know, and like yeah, just trying to convince him. And then when he does leave, it switches. So then he becomes uh, Truman becomes free, and Ed Harris is devastated. Yeah, and then the most fitting thing about that is everybody's like excited that of the culmination of, of the course. show and then the security guards at the end as it goes to credits are like all right let's see what else is on like you know it's just because it's that yep. it's that plus it's because yep. it, it was his subdued. whole world but it was just one channel and one show yeah and, and everyone was that subdued you know what fucked me up about that film to be completely honest with What's you that? was the idea that somebody could fake love you yeah that yeah if you yep. really if you look at the truman show properly it's a david lynch horror movie yeah you're getting yeah. gaslighted mm-hmm. by Every single person around you, every one of them has agreed to gaslight you to one mm-hmm. set of rules. Yep. You're pleasant to all of them. So they're not only like they're not they're breaking a nice person, but the idea that you could have a spouse. Then they've and they're conditioning. They're 
they're just they've taken away every free will yeah from from a person and like you know the waking up is so powerful and i think i think it's a metaphor too to be honest with you i think that movie's a strong metaphor for like marriage breakups too yep because sometimes you don't know the person at all and you have to just walk away to a completely new world yeah because your world was wrapped around them but yeah, it, it's a profound film, but it's sad and scary if you understand the things that did come true. Yes. We're in a police state now. We're yep. 100% self-monitored with social yep. media. So we all watch make, Watchdog Society. What am I doing right now? I'm filming my own Truman show as Bob's yep. watching me mm-hmm. post shit to my TikTok. Yeah. And it's so, like. So I, I, I mean, we can uh, go we can go everywhere makes with me it. feel gross. But I because uh, I won't lie. I do watch vloggers on YouTube and. Hey, that's how they make their money. All power to oh, them. But, but literally, it's like, hey, I'm going to film my life. But before we get into what I'm going to eat, I just got all this stuff from this company that sent yeah. me all this stuff. And if you want a special discount to it now, now what? Now you get to watch me eat the food. Like I, that's just, I mean, that doesn't, if that's not a correct parallel, I don't know what it is. Yeah, you're, we become the ad willingly. Yep. Yeah. You know, so and, and we're in a society now where everybody wants to be seen. A br- well, they want to be a brand with a yep. brand. Yeah. Yep. And hey, get, look, look, we're no different from that. I mean, we're making a fucking podcast. Yeah, like, but 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 I mean, I intrinsic. On, on one hand, we're not different, but on the other hand, we're trying to show what's going on behind the curtain. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's my intention with some of the stuff that I post too. Is yeah. like I don't do that dumb shit. You know. Yes. Even when I got this stuff, which is all sponsored. I never did the ads because I was like... That's right, everyone. I made a Wizard of Oz reference. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the truth is, is kind of the goal with this and with some of the stuff we do is to say, everything's veneer. Yeah. You know, Truman mm-hmm. was not performing, but yet he was because we all perform, mm-hmm. you know, in our daily lives. But it's just crazy that we could watch... He, it, he wasn't performing until he started to put two and two together and then he put on the normal face so that yeah. it would get the eyes off of him. And it's a woo, it's a wow, look at that. Look yeah, at and then it, I think a lot of people too, there's this there's this thing going around right now, okay, and I've seen it on social media where people are saying, am I, and, and think about this in terms of the Truman Show, they're saying, am I the NPC or the main character in this game? I life? would give them the same blank stare I'm just giving you now. <laughs> I would feel their head to see if they have a temperature and I'd walk away. No, but I'm saying is like those people, are, we, we are creating our own versions of that show. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we're all NPCs. That's the reality. It's frightening reality. Yeah, it and is. Talk about, and again, a movie that's oh, 24 years old, just, just nailed it. The late 90s just was nailing. Yeah, it was, nailing it was a lot of pathos. You yeah. Know? Being John Malkovich. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. So insanely, like, surreal. Yeah. Uh, I think we should, we should touch upon, we brought up Enemy of the State. We should just bring that up real quick. Yeah. So, for everyone, it's, a, it's your typical conspiracy late, theory. It's, it's your typical late 90s action movie. It was uh, one of the first movies Will Smith did post Independence Day, mm. which really put him on the map more than The Fresh Prince, more than rapping as The Fresh Prince. Uh, as an actor, it put him on the map. Enemy of the State is he's an attorney. He's in I think it's Philadelphia or D.C. So it's between there. Wait, hold it's, on. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah, it was Philly. <laughs> and so uh, this politician is trying to get another politician to uh, essentially do like a back... A, a backroom deal. Backdoor deal. Yeah. <laughs> d- doing what politicians do. Let's be honest. Yeah. They're trying to do it. Uh, and the, the politician's not going along with it. They're at a secluded park. And so he has him murdered. And there was a... Witness. Uh, yeah. And the witness was someone who was filming for like bird birds. So they had this footage and they then take it. They find like... By the, the way, this shit really happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This in movie, the wrong place. This movie predated the Patriot Act by a few years. And it's scary how like much that Close. came into... Yeah. So... Long story short, again, uh, the guy who filmed it feel, realized they were out to get him, 
And so he uh, just stumbled upon the ra- a random person who happened to be Will Smith and gave him the tape. And then they they kill that guy. They switch their attention to Will Smith. And I mean, they're making his life a living hell. They're uh, putting out warrants for his arrest. It's gaslighting. Tying again. him it's to crimes he didn't group commit. Group stalking. Yep. Yeah. They're using satellites to pinpoint exactly where he is. They, it's the first time we use cell phones to pinpoint pinpoint where someone's someone was. And then there's Gene Hackman, who's like the um, conspiracy theorist yeah. who saw this all along, who he teams up with and is trying to help him. And uh, long story short, yeah, I mean they don't they don't win in the end, and it all comes out. But yeah, literally four years later, as a society, we that w- happened. We willingly allowed our government to take advantage of our yeah. vulnerabilities where they they did the Patriot Act, and we didn't read the fine print. We didn't read the fine. Yeah, we were we were vulnerable because of nine eleven. And I have no problem with that. I, I get that. They took advantage of us because yeah. of that. And they tapped our phones or they did think. Uh, my phone was tapped in 2002. My phone was tapped. I got random calls from like police who were looking to do like stuff with drugs. And, and they just knew that I hung out with people who did drugs. That's crazy. But like, you know, I'm just like, what, what? like I'm yeah, like, who the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, I only smoke with like five people and you're not one of them. So yeah, it's, it's and, and I think there was that other one. What with um, Mel Gibson conspiracy theory? Yeah. That was the same kind of thing where, but like, that's the thing too, is if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, of course you can get snuffed out. But the idea that we are now living in a self-regulated police state with GPSs and cameras. Mm -hmm. I mean, dude, Mark Zuckerberg Zuckerberg covers his webcam on his computer with tape. What does that tell you? That the androids have figured it out. Yeah. (laughs) Why can't we? But I mean, if if he doesn't know how to make himself not get filmed, what makes you think you guys aren't? Uh-huh. That's why when I beat off, I stand in front of my webcam and sob because I know there's hours of footage of me out there and I can't wait for it to leak. My mind just goes goes to, um, yeah, we live in a society to where things go viral. Like that People want to trend and people try to make things go viral. And this ties into that, too, because if you what's the ultimate way to us uh, to take a tear away from someone who has got an opposite narrative than you? If you have the means, you gaslight them by putting out all this other stuff to yeah. just cut cut them out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we're in the most. It's crazy because we're in the most informed and least informed time in history. Yep, it's crazy because you never had to research, fact check things you learned coming up the eighties and nineties. I mean, the news would be honest. You didn't always have to agree with it, mm-hmm. but then there was there was a change, and now you know via the internet and Fox News and these other outlets, you really have to wonder how slanted the information you're getting is. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, the shooting yesterday, which we're not going to discuss because we do not celebrate people like that, though, I, it initially broke on TikTok. I didn't know if what I was looking at was someone filming a scene from a movie because people do that, too. They'll film outside a movie set without seeing the cameras and make it seem like whatever's happening is happening to them, like a chase mm. is going by or something. So when I first saw footage of it, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is real. That's messed up. We're in a society right now where you don't even know if the shit you're looking at is real. Well, yeah, I think there's, there's been things that have been wrong with us for a while. Because, again, I think uh, all of us just having this 24-7 access to... Trip feed. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it Not only does it dumb us down, it numbs us. Yeah. It numbs us to and things. And we can add to it. I can pick this phone up right now, pop on Snapchat, and say, yo, I just watched somebody got shot in Fall River or something. Might not be true, but there you go. That's how misinformation gets spread. That's yeah, you'll all be trending. You'll be trending for a while. Yeah. And you actually, you know what? Someone probably did just get shot in Fall River, yeah. just based on Fall River. I'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> Try the veal. Sadly, I'll be here in Fall River all week, too. <laughs> Do you I have missed the, the button. Sad noise? I missed the, I, w- I can program it in here. Yeah, we need a... 
yeah. we'll probably need something to uplift everybody after all, <laughs> all the or, heavy. Uh, the sound what whammy's made on deal or no deal <laughs> we got a whammy button um yeah i think yeah, i think I, we've we've covered we've covered this topic too about um you know the the media that we have covered and followed and watched when we were children and adolescents and how uh, frighteningly in some cases and just more uh, humorously in others how it nailed the future and we've gone everywhere we've talked about capitalism and we've talked about uh, the technology the science the medicine and we talked about the media no what i think is with a lot of these episodes and i want to stress this at the end is please if you guys listen to this at some point or check it out hit us up if you have more movies that you want us to that have done this because a lot mm-hmm. of what we're doing in this early, these early first, I want to say 50 episodes is we're throwing stuff and sticking it to the wall. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. if you guys have some, obviously we didn't do Idiocracy because that's super basic at this point. I mean, I can send you guys a link to an article I did about it like about 10 years ago. It's just, it's been, it, no, it's great. Don't get me wrong. It was super, super predictive. But then if we talk about that, we're going to have to focus on talking about Trump. I just, and I just I'm, don't. I'm good. I just don't want to talk about a movie that is our reality right yeah, now. Yeah, for real. Like yeah. the, the fun's out of it when you're yeah. surrounded by. It. I, I, that's a lie. I would much rather have Camacho as our. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Way more charisma. Yeah. But um, here's the thing. So anytime you guys listen to an episode, if you like it, if you like what you hear, please feel free to engage us. You can, you'll be able to find me on Instagram, TikTok, blah blah blah, all, all those crappy places. Yep. Bob's a little more hidden, but I will relay anything you tell me to him, and we will incorporate it. But we'll definitely have it through. The domain and the website. Yeah, we'll definitely have all the contact info so everyone can get out there and and get a hold of us. Yeah, I, I yeah I may be I may be hidden, but uh, you know I I will venture out. I'll venture out a little bit. I'll stick my head out like the like the groundhog. Peekaboo! I'll see my shadow and then I'll scurry away. Rush back in. Yeah, yeah. All right, but I think that does it for this episode today. So as always, thank you everybody for tuning in. This Odyssey has come to a close, and we will talk to you during the next Odyssey. Keep your feet on the ground and your head in the clouds. See ya.